welcome to WGN. Thank you, Dane. The honor is all mine. Well, let's let's just like share the honors. Let's share the honors, and if you can introduce your guest with you as well. Yes, of course. I have one of the uh, founders of Exo Marshmallow, Cat Cat Connor. She uh, is a marshmallow genius. They have this incredible uh, marshmallow cafe and workshop in Rogers Park, and they are a multi-time Golden Rasher winner at Bacon Fest Chicago, oh. and will be one of the restaurants serving a Chicago-style dish at the Best Fest. Marshmallow Genius is high praise, number one, but also it is a legitimate, um, I think, educational achievement, right? And it is one of those things that I think there's an undergraduate studies program in Marshmallow Genius at the at the University of Chicago these days, right? Your alma mater. Yeah, it's not practical because they're really interested in marshmallow theory, right? But yeah. <laughs> so before we get into what Cat's going to be bringing to the Best Fest, let's talk about it since we have uh, kind of the brain trust of it. You know, one of with of course your great team. So what happened? You know, was it was it something that people had said, you know, like us saying, like, set do more? Mm -hmm. Or was it this like this is a thing where we can take, you know, all of these elements of kind of the food Chicago universe and kind of consolidate them into one ball of awesome? Yeah, I think, you know, for me, as I was thinking about what we at Bacon Fest could do, I had a lot of ideas, a lot of ideas for different events. And the event, the idea that really stuck with me was what, you know, I'm a I'm a. Historians of, of the Seth world will know that, uh, yeah. you know, Dumpling Fest Rapper's Delight, right. which was, was I think, critically acclaimed. Critically acclaimed. That and was our dump, international global dumpling festival. It was, it was awesome. I, I mean, the food was great. The personalities were great. The experience was great. But there must have been some kind of logistical yeah. reason it just didn't make it. Yeah. So I, so, but the reality is that when I moved to Chicago in 1999, I fell in love with Chicago food. I grew up in Washington, D.C., you know, and it's in D.C., there's, there is some food culture, but in Chicago, there's this whole sort of universe of dishes that encapsulate Chicago pride, you know, and, and it's things that you can't find in this form anywhere else in the world. Things like, the Italian beef sandwich. No, okay. Now, as a person who has traveled and even traveled in the name of carrying the mantle and the torch of food around the country, there's some things that the, that our listeners and that I, in you know times previous to that, where you just take it for granted that these yeah. things are everywhere. Right. Exactly. You know, and if you're a native Chicagoan, the idea that someone can grow up without ever having had to choose between sweet and hot on their juicy dipped sandwich. It's hard to imagine. It's that hard to imagine. It's such a, an integral part of the culture. So Italian beef, hot dogs, of course, pizza, not just deep dish, but tavern style. And then some dishes that people may not always think of as Chicago style dishes, but were born in Chicago or specialized in Chicago. Things like the Hibarito, which we'll talk about later, hopefully during our quiz. Things like flaming Saganaki. Things like the that's gym. a Chicago thing. Well, Saganaki cheese, of course, is, grilled cheese is served in, in Greece and yes. Greek restaurants. But in Chicago, they came up with the idea of lighting it on fire. No, is this one of those like Mrs. O'Leary cow things where, or or the two great tastes that go great together? The recent, you know, they somehow yeah. magically came together. Someone put it in their mouth and said, "Let's do this." Yeah, well, I, I don't know if it happened by accident the first time. <laughs> it was like or a, what? oh my it's gosh, like it's on fire! Discovering well, penicillin, <laughs> right. uh, but it happened here and it happened at a restaurant in Chicago, and it's legitimately something we can claim. As our own. So I thought to myself, okay, at Bacon Fest, what's cool and fun about Bacon Fest is that chefs use this constraint of, okay, I got to make something with bacon to come up with these incredible, creative, wild dishes that basically approach bacon from every angle you can imagine and some that you haven't thought of yet. And I thought, okay, well, what's a similar constraint we can give chefs that will take advantage of what I fell in love about the Chicago menu 
and use that as a platform to launch into creative creative versions of all these dishes. So the best fest is going to be on Friday, April 17th. We're going to have, I don't know, 40, 50 restaurants, each one doing either a traditional or an inventive version of one of the great dishes of the Chicago menu. Now, do they have to kind of designate what it is? So let's say the creativity is so off the charts mm-hmm. that it's just unrecognizable <laughs> to, to the untrained eye. Yeah. So where do they have to say, like, this is my take on shrimp de jean, you know, even though it doesn't look like it. Is there going to be any kind of, um, I don't know, directions, instructions, or a yeah. guidebook? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to have, I don't know, maybe there's 30 dishes that I've identified as what I consider to be. 30? Now, I don't know because if Dave we're going to get all 30 we got through like and i kind of know some things yeah. and we got to like 10 maybe yeah i mean you can get it pretty deep in the weeds like i don't know if any chef is going to tackle taffy grapes <laughs> i hope they do but i don't know but like you know there's some dishes that you know maybe are great maybe you're not but there's going to be options and i think within those options we're going to have prizes for each category so it's going to be to a chef's advantage to choose an obscure or interesting dish and use that as a launching pad. And then we'll have, of course, an overall prize. I'm still thinking of names. Maybe the best of the best. I don't know. Wow. It's a 312-981-7200. Even suggestions from the listeners, you know, maybe could be a little bit of inspiration. They can go ahead and text in and call in. Elif is, is there as well. So when we come back from this break, we're going to talk with Seth Zero. You know him as one of the, the founding members of uh, the Bacon Fest Chicago phenomenon, creating what is soon to be that next installment. Uh, with Da Best Fest. So keep it here. It's staying here on 720 WGN. Talking Da Best Fest, talking great Chicago foods, things that people enjoy uh, all around the Chicagoland area and historical kind of uh, culinary delights, the indigenous delicacies. We've got Seth Zur, uh, the man behind it, the, the only man that I think could be trusted with such a sensitive and delicious project, right? Because, <laughs> no, think about, think about this is that, Seth, you have done, and, of course, his humility, Cat Connor, of course, here with Exo Marshmallow, uh, you can concur, you can join in, because he's too humble to do it. But one of the things I love about Bacon Fest is the collection of uh, of places and personalities that are there. It isn't necessarily, and because usually there and there are great examples of, of food festivals and events uh, all over the place, but typically they fit into one category or another. Either they're like, it's a street food fest, or it's some sort of elevated culinary uh, fine dining situation, and you have all of those people working together, competing, commiserating, um, you know, from everywhere, from mom and pop places that are like little diners to some of the top restaurants and chefs in the country. Yeah, we've been very lucky that uh, folks like Cat from XO and folks like... Uh, you know, the restaurant High Sue. These are James Beard Award winners. We have this incredible range of restaurants that come and do Bacon Fest and that are going to do the best fest. And I should mention, you know, there's only two shopping days till Christmas. But as it happens, tickets to both the best fest and Bacon Fest Chicago are currently available for purchase if you haven't figured out what to get your cousin that loves hot dogs or your uncle who's a bacon fanatic. Tickets are uh, to Bacon Fest. And the best fest are a great way to go. Well, and here's the way that they tie into, and I think this was another genius. So, marshmallow genius, event food style genius, Seth, is that for Bacon Fest, you know, Saturday, Sunday, you've got multiple sessions, you're getting in there, you can fit it whatever schedule you want. Is that this is an event that's the Friday of that same weekend? Correct. So, Friday night, the best fest, and then lunch and dinner, Bacon Fest on Saturday. And in fact, we do have a ticket bundle. If you're someone that loves. You really have to pace yourself. So this is, you can start training exactly. now, much like a marathoner, right? You don't just get up there and run 26.2. <laughs> oh, no, 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 for sure. This is for experienced eaters only. So talk a little bit about the where people can get the, the tickets, how sure. much they cost. Sure. So tickets to the Best Fest are at our website, 
dabestfest.com, D-A-B-E-S-T, fest.com. And tickets to Bacon Fest are at baconfestchicago.com. And the Best Fest is 75 bucks, all-inclusive general admission ticket. You're going to get drinks. You're going to get all the wild Chicago dishes you can eat. And Bacon Fest tickets start at 60 bucks for a no-alcohol version to go all the way up to that is a bargain. 160 for VIP access. Wow. So it's, I think there's a, there's a real value there, too. And you have so many... Um, I think uh, people that are, have been excited about it and they tell two friends and so and mm-hmm. so on. And so I think this is going to be really exciting. Talk about some of the places that are involved because not everybody can do this. This isn't like, hey, your best take on just incl- include bacon. This is this is a little bit different, right? You really have to kind of follow a program. Mm-hmm. So who's going to be some of the star attractions at the Best Fest? Well, we're still building that roster of restaurants, but XO is planning to be at both Bacon Fest and the Best Fest. And I thought of XO because of their experience in creating you know, Chicago-style marshmallows. What is a Chicago-style marshmallow? Let the <laughs> listeners know we're talking with Kat Connor. She's here from uh, from XO. So the marshmallow is, I don't want to say much maligned because it's generally beloved, I think, right? But to, but to take something so simple um, and then to kind of take it, deconstruct it, and then build it back sort of like a, the bionic man, right? Better than it was. You know, talk about that because it's one of those things. Marshmallows seem simple, but to do it the way you're doing is is not easy. Yeah, I mean, what's great about marshmallows is they definitely have um, that nostalgic element to them. And what makes them great for things like Bacon Fest and DeBest Fest is, similarly, people already come in with these notions of what to expect, what to love, and we kind of turn it on its head and give it a new, fresh spin. So you're taking something simple and making it complex, new, fun, fresh, but still have that whimsical feeling behind it when it comes to the ingredients the essential ingredients of of a marshmallow what is it is it just sugar it seems like it it, it, or or no 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 you're you're on the right track um we use um basically sugar and then an invert sugar and a little bit of gelatin um a lot of recipes will call for egg whites we do not have egg whites in our marshmallows and you're pretty much like creating a simple syrup and whipping it and letting it set. And so we like to say it's it's part science, part magic. And the real magic comes in. <laughs> I think that's in the cookbook, right? It, yeah. Add a dash of magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's certainly in all of our recipes. Um, but... You know, when you start adding different flavors, that's when it becomes very technical and you can really mess up a marshmallow if you don't know what you're doing. Some flavors seem obvious that people would be calling for, asking for, loving, buying, purchasing. One of the flavors I see in the is Malort. Is, <laughs> <laughs> yes. That people would be sort of... So is that, used, is that something that people enjoy or are they using it as a repellent of some kind? You know, um, I will say that Malort is one of our best-selling flavors. Wow, okay. And I think it's a little of both. Our executive pastry chef, uh, Melissa Humphrey, she designs the dishes for the fest. And she really wanted to make a Malort marshmallow for a very long time. And finally, one day, she just did it. She's a big fan. And we started bringing it to fests like Bacon Fest and just kind of having them under the table. And you wouldn't believe the number of people <laughs> the in table. Chicago that would find us. Like, we would just send them hey, a little tweet. Yeah, yeah. Where You got the Malort? You got the Malort? <laughs> and, uh, and, and it's true. We'd be like, okay, let's see your tattoos. I mean, they're committed. They want those Malort marshmallows. So they're, they're in that family for the fans. But I think a lot of people also buy them because they are such, it's such a Chicago tradition. Nice. But does everybody know about Malort? I mean, Malort has a reputation of being 
a surprising tasting beverage, and when and sometimes a reputation of being a prank that a bartender might give you if you're like a jerk and you demand a free shot. But the reality <laughs> is that Malort is good. I know it's a controversial opinion, but I think Malort is tasty, and people drink it, and they start because of the shock value, but then they continue because it's a great it's, taste of Chicago. See, here it is. You're, as an education, as an ambassador, the reputation precedes itself, but maybe doesn't define it, right? And so that's part of it. So, so Seth, for best Fest, talk about some of the, the foods. We've got maybe a minute or two that we're going to have here, maybe a minute or so. It's going to be the Italian beefs. It's going to be the the chicago style hot dogs yeah the one that i'm one i'm one of the dishes that i'm excited about is the mother-in-law you know uh, the mother-in-law the mother-in-law is a is a hot dog bun with a tamale, tamale. inside instead of a hot dog yeah, and chili, like chili and onions on top and it's uh you know it's like an alternative to a hot dog at a hot dog stand we have a chef from le bouchon oliver poilave who tells me that he's working on a mother-in-law de canard a duck mother-in-law with right. duck chili, duck in the tamale, crispy duck skin on top. So that's the kind of, like, okay, we're going to take a humble model for a dish. We're going to elevate it and give it personality and pizzazz, like the Malort marshmallow, like the duck mother-in-law. That's the kind of fun, creative thing you'll see at the Best Fest, alongside a traditional deep dish pizza, a traditional shrimp Dijon. They are all and have always been conversation starters for sure. So I think in addition to all of the fun, you're going to get people kind of weighing in with their thoughts or, hey, you got to include this next year. or Hey, did you ever think about that? Give the website again sure. for people to get some tickets and information on the uh, on the tickets for the Best Fest. So you can check us out at thebestfest.com, D-A-B-E-S-T, fest.com. Uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. So just, just find us out there. And then also Bacon Fest, of course, at baconfestchicago.com. And then the, uh, the the location for it is going to be the UIC again? At the UIC Forum, so right at the corner of Roosevelt and Halstead. It's a nice meeting space that we uh, we create a aerosolized cloud of bacon fat all around for just that one day in April. And Kat, the website for uh, XO? Yeah, so our website is xomarshmallow.com, and we have the world's first all-marshmallow cafe in Rogers Park, right on the corner of Sheridan and Lent. We'll have links up at wgnradio.com.